Messiah's Branch Broadcast, a one-hour prophecy program on the American Voice Radio Network, featuring Pastor Dan of the Messiah's Branch Ministry. And now, here's Pastor Dan. Greetings, saints, and welcome to the Messiah's Branch Prophecy Hour. We're broadcasting live from the Flint Hills of Kansas, and we're on the American Voice Radio Network. Today's date is October 12, Thanks, the world is in turmoil. If you don't realize it yet, you must, because we are in that time of the end. It's the time before Messiah's glorious return, so it's really time to get out of sin, as it always is. Get out of the world. Get Look to that holy city. Look to the one who suffered and died for you. I told you, Israel is the time clock, and look what's going on there tonight. We will address this tonight. Hear the sound of the shofar. Heed the warning. Please get right now before it's too late. If, if you need help after the program... Uh, call me. I'll pray for you or with you. If you get the machine, leave your name, number, prayer request, and or message. Please make that choice for you sure tonight if you haven't already. Skip my other phone. Just go to my emergency cell phone, 316-619-4886. You can always find the breaking news, updates about the Mission Church, <clears throat> radio program archives, and all of our other contact information at our ministry hub, which is very simply prophecyhour.com that's prophecyhour.com we're a live radio program which is simulcast live on the internationally it's on some independent FMs with four different MP3 streams I think that's actually five I don't know anyway live video audio Twitch DLive Twitter Rumble YouTube Bonebridge all of those things just go look anyway let's thank our listener base Paris France Nottingham United Kingdom and Asset Egypt, and of course the United States, such as Berkeley, California, Houston, Texas, New York, New York, and Chicago, Illinois. Last week, you were the largest group of listeners to our, our radio programs when they go to the podcast archives at branch.podomatic.com. Okay, folks, dear Heavenly Father, in Yeshua HaMashiach's name, I pray, Father, 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 please let people understand what's going on tonight. Give everyone out there ears in which to hear and understand the truth. So please, Father Yahweh, in your Son, Yeshua HaMashiach's mighty, mighty name, bless this program tonight. Amen and amen. Well, folks, the whole world probably knows this. If you don't, you really need to at least, I don't know, we had a terrible, terrible atrocity happen in Israel, but this this atrocity, everybody's asking, is this going to trigger Armageddon? Is this starting World War III? Is it going to, does that mean the rapture's coming? Folks, we are bringing on with us tonight Michael Snyder. You all know him. He has the economic collapse blog, the most important thing. He does the subtracts. He's written, he's a book author. He's wrote books such as The Beginning of the End, The Rapture Verdict, Get Prepared Now, Living a Life That Really Matters. Law Prophecies of the Future of America, Seven Year Apocalypse, and The End Times, which is the latest book. These books all point to what's going on, and you would have pre warning had you read these books, as if you stay in with your Bible, of course. Welcome, Michael. I'm, you're there with me, right, brother? I'm here, Pastor Dan. How are you this evening? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, could you say something again? I want to make sure I got my your volume up. Okay, can you hear me? Let me uh, see if I can move the microphone a little bit closer. Am I am I clear now? Yeah, that's a lot clearer. Thank you. Yeah, okay, amen. Um, this came as a total shock and surprise, you know, for most of us, as was Israel. We were coming out of the Feast of Tabernacles. It was also the anniversary of the Yom Kippur War, and this atrocity happened. I'll let you take us into this how you want to, because there's so many different aspects to this. Back to you. Yeah, we've got a, a lot to discuss tonight, Pastor Dan, and so we'll we'll just take it one step at a time. But uh, this was 50 years plus one day, so basically 50 years 
because the Yom Kippur War started October 6, 1973. And so this uh, happened on October 7, 2023. And we, these Hamas terrorists uh, came into Israel, thousands of them. And, uh, and, and they didn't just attack Israeli military. In fact, most of what they did was to go after civilians. And so all throughout human history, you know, soldiers are going to attack other soldiers. Well, you know, that's acceptable. That's war, you know. Uh, but you're supposed to leave. There's kind of a code of honor among combatants, among soldiers. You're supposed to leave the women and the children out of it. You know, and that's been true all throughout human history. You, you don't mess with the women and the children. But that's precisely what Hamas did. And uh, just today, uh, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu shared some of the photo, photographic evidence of, of the children that had been burned to death, of the children that had been killed. And, and the Jerusalem Post, the reporters of the Jerusalem Post uh, came out and confirmed uh, what happened at this one kibbutz in uh, southern Israel where uh, uh, that Hamas had actually... Uh, beheaded some of the children, um, along with killing kids in other ways as well. Uh, yesterday I, I was reading about how they actually found uh, knives still inside the dead bodies of some of these children. Um, others were burned to death. In one instance today I read about a woman that had literally had, a pregnant woman had her, had her, her belly cut open and the, the child pulled out of her womb. Um, I mean, just atrocities you can't even imagine beyond what ISIS did, because ISIS beheaded people, uh, but, you know, it was, it was, you know, mostly adults, you know, mostly, uh, you know, uh, but in this case, Hamas is doing it to children, in addition to adults, too. Some of their captives, they've beheaded and put the videos on social media. Um, but in addition to that, they were raping the women. Some women at this one rave party in southern Israel were raped literally next to the dead bodies of their friends. They kidnapped a Holocaust victim, a woman who survived the Holocaust. They, they put her on a golf cart and, and drove her into Gaza, where they're now holding about 150 hostages, including a number of American citizens. Um, and they won't re- re- return them, which boggles my mind, you know, because they're getting the, right. the Biden administration very upset. Why won't they return the, at least the Americans? I don't understand that. Uh, but Pastor Dan, the atrocities... Um, that we've seen committed, um, what it's done, it's just united the Jewish people in fury. They formed a wartime government, and the entire nation is extremely, extremely angry because they haven't seen anything like this since the Holocaust. They're calling it Israel's 9-11. Um, you know, it's a, a great tragedy, but a great atrocity. Um and yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let me and and, come and, in. and and one of the things is there's been a lot of you know people in the alternative media who are saying you know to trying to pick apart any little thing they can do to criticize Israel, saying oh this story is not confirmed yet. That's like the whole thing with the babies. They're saying it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. But now today it was confirmed by the Jerusalem Post. You know, so um, a lot of these things. You know, which are reported by eyewitnesses, and then people saying, "Oh no, no, it, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed." Ha ha. You know, but then it, now these, so many of these things are confirmed. Uh, so yeah. this is where we're at, Pastor Dan. These atrocities have happened. Uh, so many, uh, 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 twelve hundred. I believe the death toll on the Israeli side is up, up to 12, more than twelve hundred now. It'll probably go higher too as they find more um, and countless more wounded. So yeah. it's a, a time of great sadness, but it's also this incident is about to change the entire Middle East and the entire world. Yeah, absolutely. A couple of things. Um, uh, number one, one of the ones, they, yes, these folks, these have all been confirmed. In fact, are, uh, you know, whether you like the Biden administration or not, they actually did look at pictures. And there's pictures online. You can go out to Gateway Pundit and see the pictures and videos of these things that Michael was talking about. And one that was, they're all disturbing, children being beheaded and all that. But you also have one, this is how cruel they are. I've seen videos of, of little uh, 
10 and 11-year-old boys being tortured and forced to watch their sister executed, or like this one mother that got a call from her, her daughter's cell phone, and it was a terrorist, and he, uh, you know, her mom watched her daughter get ex executed live on, you know, from her daughter's account. That it was just totally atrocious. And yeah, the, there, Hamas yesterday was calling for a truce of all things, but yet this is going to get entirely extremely di difficult, and it already is. But this has changed the landscape of everything. It, it really, really did. You know, well, Michael, you know, we was thinking that there was not that we were really for their new land giveaway thing, you know, and making a new Palestinian type state or including Jordan, whatever. Um, this blew any kind of peace plan with uh, the Palestinians up completely, didn't it? Well, I think that's what Hamas wanted and ultimately Hezbollah and Iran behind it all. I think this is what they wanted because they were seeing this thing with Saudi Arabia coming together and they're like, oh, we're not having this. We're not having this because they don't want a, a peace, any type of a peace agreement and, and a, a peace agreement with Israel. They don't want that. They don't want yeah, you know, because they don't, because ultimately Hamas, they, they were founded as an organization in their founding documents committed to the destruction of Israel. Same with Hezbollah. Uh, and, and Iran obviously is fully committed to the destruction of Israel. So they don't want peace. They don't want some type of, you know, uh, and obviously we don't want the land of Israel to be divided either. But from their perspective, they're like, man, this thing, we got to do something to shake things up. And so they have. And and there's no going back after this because instinctively, men, we have an instinct to protect women and children. Right. So in seeing the, what has happened to the women, the children, and the elderly in Israel, there is so much anger. We've never seen anger like this before. And, and there's no other option for Israel but to go into Gaza, right. you know. That they can't say, oh, we're, you know, we're just going to bomb them a little bit and then forget about it. You know, and ultimately the people of Israel wouldn't let Benjamin Netanyahu and his government do that. They're, they're demanding, they want vengeance. They want to go in and they want to wipe out Hamas. And, and then that's exactly what Benjamin Netanyahu just said. He said that every member of Hamas is a dead man. You right. know, he, that, that just came out today. And so, um, that's what, and the only way to actually accomplish that is to go into Gaza, house by house, apartment building by apartment building, and literally hunt every single one of them down and kill them. So they've got to go in with troops. Um, and so that's right. what they're going to do. That's what they're going to do, Pastor Dan. Yeah, and that's, that's really, really going to set things off. And as they should, I mean, I don't really see an alternative to it. The, and part of the problem that they're going to face with this is as like they did in Vietnam. How do you tell who is a civilian and who is Hamas? You know what I'm saying? But there are a couple of things. I want you to address this about Henry Gruber um, in a moment. But did you notice that, uh, and this is a warning to people before I forget, you know, the, Ham, the Hamas leader and founding member uh, is calling for a global Muslim uprising for tomorrow. Uh, but that could play out today, wouldn't it? Because if, if they do it, you know what I mean, by Middle East timing, that'll be in a little while tonight. Anyway, back to you. Yeah, there is this global day of rage, global day of jihad for Friday the 13th, uh, which is, you know, uh, coming up in, in just a few hours from when we're recording this by our time, but of course in you know, other, there's other time zones around the world. But yeah, they're planning this big thing, Pastor, Pastor Dan. And so I expect protests. I expect some chaos around the world. People need to understand that I'm going to write about this in a little while. This is just the beginning, Pastor Dan. Yeah. Okay. Cause this war hasn't even really started yet in terms of the full blown thing that it's going to become. So we're going to see some things now, but if people are like, well, we saw some things and then now we can feel safe again, because no, this is just the beginning. Because right. ultimately, I think it's in terms of Islamic terror, it's really going to blow up when the United States uh, and potentially other Western powers get involved in the conflict, when Hezbollah in particular gets involved in the conflict. Because the greatest danger 
from Islamic terror in the United States is from Hezbollah. Okay, because ISIS never had a much of a presence in North America at all. Same thing with Al Qaeda. Hamas is, you know, not really here in North America and is as relatively small potatoes compared to Hezbollah, who is. Uh, people need to understand Hamas and Hezbollah are not the same in terms of power. Hezbollah is far, far more powerful, a far more superior military, and they've got 130,000, some say 150,000 missiles ready to fire at Israel. But here in North America, they have an extensive network, have for decades. But then now, of course, Joe Biden, wide open borders, you know, radical Muslims right. keep pouring in legally, illegally. It's so easy. But They've had a very extensive network of operatives in North America for for decades, and it's been growing. And what they've primarily been doing here in North America has been involved in various sorts of crime, uh, including drugs, including prostitution, other money-making criminal ventures where they make money and send it back to the Middle East to fund their operations. Uh, but now there's all these Hezbollah operatives in North America that can be used for other purposes like terrorism, and right. I expect that to fully jump off and, and really explode an explosion of terrorism in the U.S. like we've never seen before once Hezbollah and the U.S. are both in the war, actually fighting each other, as we'll talk about in a little while because we need to talk about escalation. Um, but so, yeah, we got this Friday the 13th thing. But I don't. But the really big terrorism, I think, is coming down the road once this thing really uh, escalates and jumps off. Right, right. I agree, I agree with you. I just felt that we needed to do the warning, and, and people need to be extremely cautious because, again, we don't know where all these people that have been flooding into the United States. They just had a whole bunch of Syrians. They showed, you know, that we're all military age men came in, and you know, it's just on and on and on. And for the record, uh, I, under Obama, we used to talk about it, but I don't. I don't know that. Uh, if it was around during, if Trump did anything about it, but they had actual training camps all around the United States, you know, to train their men military style, and they said it wasn't illegal to do that, and there was there was those camps, I mean, you know, real training camps like you'd do, train an uh, army or a militia all around the United States, and that's a hardcore fact. I've seen the pictures back to you. Yeah, I've written about this before. I think in, in the old days we actually talked about it on, on your program. But, yeah, there there's Islamic uh, terror training camps in, inside the United States. And, uh, you know, I don't know why our government didn't do something about it, but, uh, you know, they were they were they were flourishing um, at that time. Um, but, yeah, it, it, we're, I believe we're going to see terror in the United States, particularly after the United States enters this war. But um, let, let's talk about Henry Gruber. Pastor yeah, Dan, because sure. yeah. Henry Gruber, and I wrote about this uh, on the Substack, um, that Henry Gruber, uh, when he was still alive, he was shown by the Lord that, quote, when Israel sends troops into Gaza, it will be a sign the Middle East war has started. So he didn't say, he wasn't shown a Middle East war, he was showing shown the Middle East war, as in the big one. And the trigger would be when uh, uh, Israel sends troops into Gaza. So, and, you know, you know Henry Gruber. You know, Henry Gruber, when Henry Gruber was shown something by the Lord, I mean, you could take it to the bank. He had supernatural experiences where he was shown things that would happen in the future. And so this is what Henry Gruber uh, saw, and we've been waiting for it all these years. Of course, Israel hasn't been formally at war in 50 years, hasn't declared war in 50 years since the Yom Kippur War. Um, but now here we are. Israel is uh, gathering 173,000 troops, uh, along with about 300,000 reservists. And I mean, they're gathering this massive, these massive amount of forces uh, in southern Israel. But people need to understand they're, they're like, well, why hasn't Israel done this yet? Why haven't they gone into Gaza yet? It takes some time to get all the troops together to mobilize and, and you know, this is a big operation but they're not only preparing for that, Pastor Dan, they're also preparing for a war in the north too because they have to prepare right. for fighting Hezbollah at the same time. Um, so they have to make all those preparations too and so they're preparing for that and then of course there's behind the scenes 
negotiations and diplomacy and sending messages because they they want to try to keep Hezbollah out of the war. They want to they they only want to fight Hamas, so they want the West to put pressure on uh, Hezbollah and Iran and everyone else to keep them out of it. And and meanwhile, the messages are going back and forth. But um, but Israel has to prepare as if. There's going to be a, a, an even larger war in the north. So they're really preparing for a war in the south, a war in the north, two wars. And all those preparations take time, um, uh, you know, before the ground troops go in. And meanwhile, they're bombing in Gaza right now. They've hit thousands of targets already. I mean, just live bombing the living daylights out of them. Um, and so, and that's preparing the way also for the ground troops to go in. So, um, it, it takes a little bit of time to, to get everything ready, but, but they're going in and, and yeah. it's going to happen soon, Pastor Dan. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to happen soon. And, and folks, you know, the U.S. Uh, has already sent, had a carrier group close in the area, but it moved closer to Israel and with another backup carrier group moving in. And then I guess it was either late last night or, or maybe early today. I don't know. I noticed that the uh, Britain. Um, is also sending uh, a group of warships to the area. And all this is to back up Israel. And, and it is not necessarily that they're going to go into Gaza, but that's backup because of what you're talking about, Michael, about Hezbollah and everything coming in from the uh, the north where they've already had a few rockets come in. And, you know, Israel has even threatened back about, uh, you know, wiping out um a, a very famous city. Everybody says, oh, when that place is gone, it's started. Well, we'll see. That's a, And if you're wondering what I'm talking about, folks, I'm talking about Damascus. But uh, we've got about a less than a, minute, a little less than a minute before we go to break. But point out some places where they can find you and where they can find your books for sure, because I really encourage them to get those end-time books that you have. Yeah, we'll talk about escalation after the break, but if people wanted the books where I talk about, hey, the three wars of the apocalypse, and, and I believe this is one of them, and I talk about there's going to be war in the middle, a great war in the Middle East, and, and the, the men and women of God all over the world that have seen this, you know, you can get my books, go to Amazon.com, type in Michael Snyder, my latest book is entitled End Times, I've also got Lost Prophecies of the Future of America, where I list all these prophecies, including prophecies about war in the Middle East, you can get, they're, they're available at Amazon.com, and if people want to get all my articles right in their email inbox, you don't even have to search for them, but if you go to michaeltsnyder.substack.com, or go to Google and type in Michael Snyder Substack, I'll take you right there, you can subscribe, and as soon as I get in tell as soon as I publish something, it will appear right in your inbox within minutes. Yeah, absolutely, folks. And folks, remember, if you're listening to if you're listening to this, after, we're doing it live, but if you listen to it from the, um, you know, say it for me, podcast, it turns into a podcast. I hate that word. It's Radio Archives. All the links to those things will be there, so all you got to do is click on them. We'll be back in about three minutes, I think. Pastor Dan will be right back. In this time of the social and spiritual breakdown of America and the world, in these prophetic end times, God is calling multitudes of Christians to the Ozarks and other safe havens around the world to survive so they can spread the gospel. The Ark Haven Intentional Neighbors Vision is to prepare Christians physically, mentally, and spiritually for these end times. Thousands are coming to the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas and Missouri, where even the CIA says it's one of the safest places on earth. The Intentional Neighbors concept allows Christian neighbors to own adjacent land to each other so they can aid and help each other. The community is exploding with nurses, a doctor, and other professionals as well as many others. If you cannot afford to buy a house, you can rent a house. Call 479-502-1789. That's 479-502-1789. Or visit arkhaven.org. That's arkhaven.org. Tell them Pastor Dan sent you. Whether you are pre-trib, mid-trib, or pre-wrath, or post-trib, whatever your position is, this book 
will help you to find the truth. If you really look for the truth about the rapture, I honestly believe you will find it in this book. It'll settle in your spirit because the truth is the Holy Spirit knows the truth about the rapture. And one of the reasons that the people other than post-trib can't seem to find peace about this is because the Holy Spirit is trying to tell them that they don't have the truth. That is, until they find post-trib. But either way, this is going to help you to find the peace about the rapture. I really recommend you get it. We offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One for 20, 10 for 30, and 20 for 50 at prophecyclub.com. One for 20, but don't do that. 10 for 30, 20 for 50, give you extras to give to your friends. Because once you read this one, you're going to be handing this to your pastors, to all of your Christian friends, and just ask them to read it. If they get through the first chapter, they're going to read the whole book, and they're going to love it. And it's going to help them to really find the truth about the rapture. How Pre-Trib 1 at prophecyclub.com. Well, we're back. This is Pastor Dan Catlin, and you're listening to Messiah's Branch Prophecy on the American Voice Radio Network. We'll get right back with Michael Snyder and all the things that are going on right now, but first, just one more word from me. With all of this going on, just like this, the FBI just out urged, put out this warning. FBI urges public to be remain vigilant, cities on alert amid global calls for pro-Hamas action. And Israel, yeah, they said Israel is ISIS. Um, and Israel is preparing to go in. This could come down. I mean, this is not going to end well. Here's my point. If you folks don't have some food supplies in your house, you better get them up because it's, you really need to stay indoors as much as possible till you see what direction this goes. And let alone this could create just impossible food shortages. You need to be stocked up in your own house. So please, please, please do that. But, folks, hunger is increasing all over the place. And, you know, we used to, we'd do 150 people would come for Thanksgiving and we'd say that's a lot. We were doing 100 and feeding 150 people every day that door opens. And so, folks, the Wichita Mission Church really does need your help. So pray about it. We are the last hope for so many. And all of us, every one of you, all of us are all responsible to care one for another. As we are our brother's keepers, all donations helps this ministry no matter what size it is the father what's he noticed he noticed that all donations that come from where your heart of course if you don't wish to help with the poor consider a donation for radio airtime it's not free donations keep us on the air and as you know folks um you know we've been on the air we've been doing radio since 2002 so i'm just not new to this and just started doing a podcast we're being professional about this, and we bring you professional people that are in the know and that you can rely on, such as our guest tonight, Michael. So pray about it. We do need your support as much as possible. You can donate online by cash app, over the phone, mail a check or money order. Find all the information where? Prophecyhour.com. Or simply call me. All right, now we're back with Michael Snyder. Are you still with me, Michael? I'm here, Pastor Dan. Yeah, amen. I'd like to say a word about Henry Gruber real quick before uh, we go back into anything. Folks, if you don't know about Henry Gruber, you can probably Google him and find out. But he is one of the most kindest and gentlest men that I ever met. He used to subscribe to my newsletter while he was alive. In fact, he told me one time when I ran into him at the Prophecy Club, he says, you know, I keep those newsletters on a shelf in my back room, so um, I keep them for archives. But... He, you know, he's the one where I even figured out, he said, you know, I told the Lord one time, I never forget, it was in the first meeting that I saw him at, at the Prophecy Club, that he stated to everybody, he says, I told the Father that he could just give me a broom and I'd sweep up the kingdom of heaven for him. And I agreed with him on that. And I said, Henry, I said, I'm going to I'm going to make the same commitment as I have. But he is accurate. He is a prayer walker. He has walked many, many cities praying over them. He is one very trustworthy man. And he also made 
also along with some of the other things he may had prophecies about America being attacked by missiles so you should check into it and I'm sure you can find all this stuff through Michael's books okay I'm I'm ready for you Michael yeah yeah you know and so I've been waiting for years for for this uh prophecy of Henry Gruber's to to come to fulfillment and there's been, you know, kind of some false alarms. Things have flared up from time to time between Hamas and Israel. But now, now there's not going back. You know, the mainstream media is kind of still treating this as like a temporary conflict between Hamas and Israel, which will pass. But the truth is, this is the final conflict between Hamas and Israel. According to Benjamin Netanyahu, he just said, quote, we will, we will crush them and destroy them, unquote. He intends to go into Gaza and basically wipe out Hamas so they don't exist anymore. Um, and uh, and people need to realize that Hamas and Israel, it's not an even match. The IDF, the full power of the IDF, has the ability to do this because Hamas is it, it, it cannot stand before the IDF. So, and if this was all that it was, a fight between Hamas and Israel, ultimately it wouldn't be in terms of the larger picture, that great of a deal in terms of of a global war because Israel could go in, crush Hamas, and then it would be over. But that but the the big the big fear is that we're gonna have an escalation. Because Israel said they're gonna go in. Okay? Now the Wall Street Journal is reporting that Hezbollah has warned, quote that it is prepared to open a second front if Israel goes in. So Hezbollah is warning, hey, Israel, if you go in, because Hezbollah is not going to just stand by and watch them, Israel, completely crush and destroy Hamas. You know, Hezbollah is saying, hey, this is our ally. We're not going to stand by and watch this happen. We're going to we're, we're going to open a second front in the north. And as we've already said, Hezbollah is a whole nother deal. You know, Hezbollah right. is very powerful, very well organized, has a very large army, and and imagine 130,000 missiles, thousands and thousands of missiles, you know, Iron Dome, right. all of Israel's defenses, they would be overwhelmed by thousands and thousands of missiles. They couldn't handle all that, okay? In fact, I, in End Times, my last book, I there's a chapter in there where I describe an experience I had where I saw... Israel's enemies, they were launching an, quote, endless barrage of missiles, and it was just, they were they were coming and they were firing, and I could feel their supernatural hatred for Israel, because I had the perspective from the, the perspective of those firing the missiles. Now, I, it was not identified to me in this experience who it was, whether it was Hamas, Hezbollah, someone else. I just knew it was Israel's enemy. They were firing an endless barrage of missiles, and I didn't see them hit their targets, but I believe that what I experienced is about to happen, you know. And then, and so if Hez, if Hezbollah starts launching all those missiles and they start hitting Tel Aviv, and I saw an article today, and it, an expert in the region was saying, yeah, Hezbollah starts firing all those missiles, we're going to see uh, buildings in Tel Aviv uh, fall and be destroyed. Um, if that happens, well, if that happens, okay. Well, first of all, Israel. Israeli Defense Minister Yov Gallant is w- pledging to, quote, return Lebanon to the Stone Age. In addition, uh, Israel has reportedly also threatening Damascus, not publicly, but behind the scenes. Um, and if people thought, well, Israel's just bluffing, they wouldn't really do that. Well, t- today, Thursday, as we take this program, Israel bombed the, the international airport in Damascus and the international airport in Aleppo. Um, so, you know, Israel's not joking around there. And now if Israel really goes and starts trying to completely destroy Damascus, well, that'll bring Syria into the war. So then you have Hamas, Hezbollah, and Syria in the war. And then in addition, according to the Wall Street Journal, this is the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the U.S. is promising to defend Israel if Hezbollah, quote, launches a major attack. So if Hezbollah opens the second front, starts launching all those missiles, well, then that those aircraft carriers that you mentioned, Pastor Dan, in the eastern Mediterranean yeah. are going to start hitting Hezbollah and trying to take out their missile launching uh, capability. So then the U.S. will be a party to the war, and the U.S. will be at war with Hezbollah, and we've got all the Hezbollah terrorists in the United States, as I mentioned earlier. So the U.S. would be involved. So then we'd have Israel and the U.S. 
against Hamas, Hezbollah, and Syria. And then, and of course, all of them are backed by Iran. Iran is the real power behind the scenes. And they've already been talk, talk about what did Iran know? Did they help plan the, the attacks by Hamas, whatever? But, you know, if all their friends and allies in the region are in the war, I find it hard to believe that Iran will be able to stay on the sidelines. And if Iran is in this war, Israel and Iran, well, this is one of the three wars of the apocalypse that I'm warning about, Israel and Iran. This is one of the, the great Middle Eastern war that so many have seen and that I've been uh, warning about for all these years. So, Pastor Dan, I didn't expect this all to arrive quite so quickly. I, I knew it was coming, but hmm. I didn't expect it quite so suddenly. But it's here, and, and this, this really shows the uh, lateness of the hour. Yeah, amen and amen. And that's what the word says, you know, when they, they yell peace, peace, you know, the sudden destruction will come, but that's the principle. Yes, it caught me totally off guard. I was waiting for them to establish that new deal, you know, that they were talking about Israel and everything. And But when you think about it, that would have, you know, uh, the Hamas would have been eliminated by the establishment of such a state. And so you could see where they wouldn't do it, but... These atrocities, it's like, how blind could these people be to realize that that there wouldn't be such a reaction to it? I mean, come on, beheading babies, calling up moms and making them watch their children be executed and so on and so on. Um, It's just horrendous. It's just so horrendous. This isn't something that's going to back off. We are at, um, the world has changed. Back to you. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to talk more about these atrocities, so don't let me forget, but first let me talk about this peace agreement. I I believe that after this war, and this war will eventually end, it's going to be horrible while it goes on, though, but after the war, I believe the whole world will be crying out for peace in the Middle East, and at that point, I believe Hamas will be out of the way, so they'll no longer be a barrier to such a peace agreement. But I believe at that point, when Israel has won, their enemies are destroyed or greatly subdued, and then uh, the, the that and the whole world will be crying out for peace in the Middle East. I believe that will create such an environment for that peace agreement to actually happen. So I, you know, and and that's that one of the reasons why I sense. felt like this was going to be the first war of the apocalypse to actually happen because it sets the stage for the peace agreement and other things that have to happen afterwards. So that is coming, but but it's, uh, the peace agreement, I believe, will now happen after this war. Uh, but the, let's talk about the atrocities for a second. Why would Hamas go in and rape women and mutilate children and do all these things when they know that the whole world is 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 going to react with horror well all throughout human history we've seen this kind of thing pastor dan and part of the whole psychology of it is that if you go in excuse me if you go in and you make the women feel unsafe where they they don't want to be there they don't want to raise families in a certain area they're like all oh, these people are, are 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 a threat to us i don't feel safe i don't want to have children here well then they leave they they don't populate that area, and and because they're afraid afraid they're scared they're horrified they don't want to be anywhere around where there's a danger to them or their children, and and so then all of a sudden that that area becomes depopulated and then the other group can take over the one that was raping and and so forth so there's a psychology there. Um, and that we've seen all throughout human history that these types of atrocities are committed by the invaders in order to depopulate and drive out uh, the women. Uh, and the women don't want to be there anymore, and so people leave, and so then the other group can come in and, and take that land. And obviously the Hamas, Hamas and the Palestinians think southern Israel, that belongs to them. That's, that's, they say, that's stolen territory from us. That belongs to the Palestinians. This is our land. And so that's part of the psychology of the whole thing. Now, it's very sick very twisted and it's not their land it's the land of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob It's and God gave it to Israel forever and ever and ever but obviously Hamas sees it differently and I don't know if they were consciously thinking about this psychological aspect of it when they were doing it but this is something we've seen barbarians do at other times in human history well you know 
I, you know, I'm 68 years old. I can remember when the Palestinians were created. There were, in my lifetime, there wasn't a, a such thing as Palestinians. In fact, I've had a, had a, had a, a, a terrorist on here, you know, Walid Shubat, that talked about it. He said, wow, he said, one day I was a Jordanian and the next day I woke up and I was a Palestinian. I didn't even know what that was. There's the point. It was a created thing. It was a created lie. But, you know, our generation that actually remembers and knows that is dying off. But it was. It was actually a created thing. There was no such thing as Palestinian people. It was Israel. And, you know, I can remember those things. So, but, you know, they, people hide behind this lie because they're not taught history. You know, what, what happened to history? People just aren't taught real history anymore. Back to you. Yeah, and the Palestinians aren't even a single people. In the West Bank, they were Jordanians, as you said. Then in Gaza, they were Egyptians, you know, but now they're, they're so, but now they've created this fiction of one Palestinian people and, and whatever, but it, it, it's not. It, it, it simply isn't. But, but, you know, it's a demonically inspired hatred for the Jewish people. That and, and we just saw that on display. And ultimately, as I posted a video the other day of one of the leaders of Hamas, they admit that even if they take over the whole land of Israel, they're not going to stop there. He, this, this Hamas official openly admitted, hey, we're not going to stop till the entire world is Islamic, until the entire world is under the banner of Islam, that, that, that's, that's when they'll stop. That's their ultimate goal. That's what the real plan is. Um, and so we need to realize this. They're never going to be satisfied, no matter how much land we give them. They're never going to be satisfied till we're all gone, till we're all dead, till we're all, either we become Muslims or we're gone. One, one or the other. That's their plan. So there's really no negotiating, uh, with such people. And so, um, but that is the spirit of the Antichrist. Back to you. Oh, it is. And when the Antichrist ultimately ar- arrives down the line, he is going to make use of that energy because he, the, the, the billion Muslims around the world, they're going to just follow him a hook, line, and sinker, and they will kill for Antichrist because they think they're killing for Islam at that point. Now, it's not just going to be an Islamic Antichrist. The Antichrist is going to embrace any, you know, other faiths and religions too, but to the Muslims, he will identify himself as the the Muslim uh, savior, essentially, um, and and a lot of people have written about this, and so they Muslims will kill for Antichrist, thinking they're doing a Muslim thing and following a Muslim leader. Although ultimately, the Antichrist is going to be the Antichrist of the whole world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and there's a lot of good information out there. That we're seeing this this paradigm shift. You know, uh, people need to get ready. They need to get right. And even the the timing of these things, you know, it, you know, we always look for things to happen during the the high holy days. Most of the time, towards the you know the high holy days at the end of the year, and this was just so close. Like you said, within a day um, of it, it, it's just horrendous. It's horrendous. This is so prophetic. It just. I don't know if they don't see it. If people think it's going to go back to normal, it's not. Back to you. We got about. We still got six minutes. Yeah, things are never going to go back to normal uh, after this, Pastor Dan. Not the Middle East. We're gonna we're gonna see things in the coming weeks and months, which are going to shock the whole world. Uh, you know, in terms of the death, the destruction. Um, I mean, this is going to be such a horrible war as it ultimately escalates to include, uh, you know, the the of the much of the the Middle East. Um, so it's going to be a horrible, horrible war. It's going to drive up the price of oil, affect the global economy greatly. Um, and so, but, but we knew this was coming. We knew that a great, great war was coming to the Middle East and it's going to take some time to fully play out, but, but it's here. It's here. And I think it speaks to the lateness of the hour, but you know, with it, with it, and, and you know, the, the, the terrorists struck on the Feast of Tabernacles. Uh, you know, the day when the, 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 the Jewish people rejoice in the Torah, it was on a Sabbath, you know, a Saturday, a Sabbath. Uh, and, and, you know, so, they, you know, they, they chose a day when they knew it would just really, really offend the Jewish people and when so many of them would be resting and relaxing. Um, but this is just part of the end times equation, part of the end times equation that we've been expecting to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and so, 
you know, we knew about all this in advance, you know, not the specifics of what Hamas would do, but that the bigger picture of this war in the Middle East that would be coming. And meanwhile, you know, all this just happens to be happening at the same time that this thing with Russia and Ukraine and, you know, right. we know war with Russia is ultimately another one of the wars of the apocalypse. And, and just, a, 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 you know, war with China is being discussed by our politicians and our generals you know, so all three of the wars of the apocalypse are lining up just coincidentally at the same time so many of the other prophecies are happening right now, right in front of our eyes. So, yeah, Pastor Dean, you told people to get prepared. People need to get prepared, you know, uh, because things are going to get really crazy from this point forward. But most of all, people need to get right with God. And if there's anyone out there that doesn't know uh, the, the Lord doesn't, if, there, if there's anyone out there that doesn't know where they would go tonight if they died tonight, if you're killed by a terrorist tonight, where would you go if you can't answer that question? I strongly urge you to invite Jesus Christ to be your Lord and Savior today, to forgive your sins and give you eternal life so that you can know uh, where you would be going if you died yeah. tonight. Because for a lot of people out there, their lives are going to be a whole lot shorter than they originally anticipated. Yeah, amen. That's fact. And, and things are going to get a lot tougher. You're not going to go flying out of here. And um, it's after the tribulation. We don't have time to go completely into the pre-trib rapture and all that. We've did it many times, so you just need to heed what we say. You know, I was looking at your, your things, and I, I didn't want to miss this. This is something that was from one of Michael's substracts. He's talking about Russia, and it's something that Putin said. President Vladimir Putin has threatened the West with total nuclear destruction, having that we, the West, would have no chance of survival in the event of a strike on Russia. Well, Russia's going to be drawn into this. Don't think that they're not already. And and if you folks out there think that we're one in Ukraine, Ukraine just came out and admitted today that they're losing. And so um, Russia's the big dog in this, and they're, it, it's coming to that. And there was so you you given like I say you, in your books, you've addressed this issue. Address it now, please. Yeah, there is going to be a, 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 a nuclear war involving the United States and Russia eventually. Uh, not tomorrow, but it, that is coming as well. Uh, but we were warned about all these things in advance. And, and so I, I, people out there need to understand this is not a game. God's been warning us about all these things for decades. I've documented them in, in my books. So if people want to go and, and particularly lost prophecies of the future of America, you know, details these things. So if you want to know what's coming next, get the books because God's been telling us for decades what's coming. And then you mentioned the rapture. There's not going to be a pre-tribulation rapture. If you have any doubt about this, go and get my book entitled The Rapture Verdict, uh, which has got a lot of acclaim out there. People said it's a, it's a, it, it'll break down and explain to you why there is not going to be a pre-tribulation rapture like uh, unlike any other book they've ever seen. So if you want to know why there's not going to be a pre-tribulation rapture, go and get that book, The Rapture Verdict. You can find it on Amazon.com. Yeah, amen. Um, get right now. You know, we say it all the time. Get right now before it's too late. Yeah, I can't tell you. know, Michael, the time I've been on radio and the potter put it on my heart, didn't warn him, tell him to get right now and that's what we've been telling you. And even if none of these wars affect you, you could step out in front of a car. You could get turbo cancer or any one of these many things you need to be right now. Don't bank on flying out of here. The early church never believed in a pre-trib rapture. That's a historical fact. So you just need to get ready. Um, that's where your redemption lies. That's where any safety lies. Those who endure to the end shall be saved. That wasn't an idle statement. You need to get right now, though. You can't wait till it's over. You've got to do it now for your family's sake and for your sake. And if you, you need to warn others, and if you can't warn others, then you need to do what you can to warn them by supporting people like Michael. You can support him by buying his books, and you can, if you can't, you can say, "Well, I'm not good at speech." Well, speech. Well, neither was Moses. Get some of those books and hand them to somebody else. Because these, what's happening right now is the things that we've been talking about for years. It's coming to roost. you got two minutes, Michael. Yeah, and uh, I would just encourage everyone out there that God told us all these things in advance for a reason, and this is not a time to be scared. 
but this is a time to be bold and to become the people uh, that God wants you to be. And the safest place to be is right in the center of God's will. When this war is over, I feel a need to go over to Israel. You know, so many people are wanting to get out of Israel. I want to go to Israel. I want to minister. I want to make a difference. And so I want to go over there. So pray that God will open a door for me to go over there because I believe that's the path God has for me. Now, God has a plan for you. It might be just something totally different. Just surrender to him. Say, Father, I surrender to you in Jesus' name. You know, so surrender your life to Christ and then follow whatever plan he has for you. Follow that plan. Surrender to him and he won't lead you wrong. Yeah, amen. I agree with that totally. And you know what, Michael? That was a confirmation for me recently. You know, I've always prayed for Israel, but I've had a strong urgency to bless Israel. I don't know what that, how that manifests into being in, in physical, but we need to pray for Israel, but there's so much more. We're, you got folks, look. People for generations have wanted to be in this time that we are at right now. Guess what? You are in that time right now. So you need to make a difference because God made you to be at a time like this. Okay, tell them where we can find you. i got to get out of here. Yeah, you can find uh, all my articles and get my articles right in your inbox every day. If you go to michaeltsnyder.substack.com, you can sign up and subscribe there. And then you can find all my books in paperback and in Kindle format at amazon.com. All right. Thanks for being on, and and we'll talk again. I love you, brother. Bye-bye. Thank you, Pastor Dan. Okay, be blessed. Okay, folks, really pray about supporting the Mission Church. Pray about supporting this talk radio program. We really do need your help. We're out there spreading the gospel. You know, we give away tons and tons of Bibles every month. We give the Word. We give miracle prayers. We do a lot of things, and we do it on radio. Folks, you need to support this ministry, and you need to support all of the people that are out there doing it for you, because we do risk ourselves by being on this radio program for you and by being out there among the people. So, pray about supporting what we do. Must remember, there is only one true God. Who is He? He is your Father. He is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. His Son is Yeshua HaMashiach. He gave His life for repentant sins, and He rose after three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And through Him, and only through Him, is the way of the Father. I call Him Father because Yeshua said that's who He is, is your Father. He called Him Father. That's what you should do. Father Yahweh. Anyway, remember, always, 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 always be a blessing to others. That doesn't mean you have to give them money. You just have to give them kind words and a blessing. Lift their day. Lord our God, Father King of the Universe, asking Yeshua Hamashiach's name, that Father, that you would please, please, please bless and keep them, and that your face would shine upon them, and that you would be gracious to them, and give them peace like no one or nothing else can. Until an hour from now, this is Pastor Dan saying goodbye and shalom. You all be blessed. You've just heard the Messiah's Branch broadcast featuring Pastor Dan. To contact Dan on the internet, go to messiahsbranch.org. To write to Dan, send a note to Messiah's Branch, 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Tune in next time for Messiah's Branch. Thank you.